Sometimes you might feel trapped between the right and the left. No one listens when you say taxation is theft. But there's a place where people know harsh government brings tears. So grab some blue and Adrena Chrome. Let's make the timeline weird. Friends against government. Friends against government. Ah. They're your Camp it. You uh, you have the floor here. Very you can you can introduce friend. us if if you please. They love your yeah, voice, man, Car. It's been it's been a while since we've done like not just like rolled into it and talking about insane shit. But uh, yeah, welcome everybody to uh, this is probably what episode 110 or something Ooh, like that. I don't even know. Oh, do we still have yeah, to count after 100? Who gives a shit? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and we always we always pray it's the last. Yeah, right. <laughs> Release us, please. Hopefully, the final episode of Friends Against the Government podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm your host, Gar Camp. With me is Bird Bird Arkist, as always, and today. Uh, we're bringing on Joshua Smith, who's running for the LP chair. Joshua, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having me. I appreciate it. So cool. the uh, the Todd has um, Todd dropped, uh, the Todd. And, and so we are kind of at this point. Uh, our Todd father has has gone away. And so we are mm-hmm. looking to. He went out for cigarettes and he never came back. <laughs> he did. He did. He, uh, he. We should get him back on soon. But uh, regardless, uh, he, uh, we are looking for a candidate now at this point, uh, Josh. Well, I, happen, I happen to know one. Do you? Yeah, I do. Okay. He's a good guy. All right. All right. Well, let's get into that. Let's. Who? Who is this candidate exactly? So, uh, look, I I came from the Ron Paul Revolution in two thousand and eight. You know, I, I I actually campaigned for Ron Paul at Occupy Oakland movement, which was an interesting thing in okay. my life. I'm, I'm from about, you know, 20 minutes away from Oakland. And so when that stuff kicked off, I was like, all right, political activism, let's go check it out. And uh, and I, I was campaigning for Ron Paul there. But prior to that, I was in the military. I was, a, a you know, U.S. Navy guy. Um, I I, yeah, I was on I was on the. Uh, I was on the USS Constellation during Operation Iraqi Freedom, and so if you remember back that far, uh, it was we were the biggest part of the shock and awe campaign, which essentially boiled down to dropping um, you know millions of tons of ordnance on Baghdad. And Jesus. I wasn't cool. Yeah, I wasn't cool with that, you know. And I, I had a, I, I really was extremely jaded on the military industrial complex, but I was serving in the military at the time, and sure. I was you know. I had been a hardcore neocon for quite some time, and and once I got a real taste of what that meant, uh, I was done. And so I got out of the military in 2005, and I found Ron Paul in 2007, and it was just it was just a message that resonated with me. And I didn't even know what the term libertarian was at the time. Uh, so so I found Ron Paul, and he was he was talking about everything that I felt. You know how we're creating unnecessary enemies, and we're uh, we're we're killing innocent humans and, and we're creating these problems for ourselves and it's all made off the back of the military industrial complex and so i really rallied behind him hard and then in 2009 or 10 i found the libertarian party for the first time here in california uh thanks to adam kokesh actually he was oh yeah speaking 
Um, yeah, I was watching, you know, YouTube videos and stuff. I, and it, it, I was like, the Libertarian Party. Let me oh check Oh, my this God. Out. Yeah. And Kokesh's YouTube channel is kind of buck wild. I mean, especially yeah. a few years ago. Like, there was that, yeah. that video of him dancing in the, uh, <laughs> in the, what was it? The Jefferson Monument? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah he, <laughs> but he also created, uh, you know, whatever, whatever your thoughts on Adam are, anybody. Um, he created the the Veterans Against Iraq War, oh, which that's, really yeah, right. that that resonated with me. And he was a big Ron Paul guy, and but he's talking about the Libertarian Party. So I joined the Libertarian Party in 2010, and here in California, and I was a hyped up uh, grassroots activist guy. I mean, that's what I was. I wasn't shooting for any leadership positions. I was just like, what can I do to help bring more freedom and liberty to this country? You know, and uh, no one ever got back to me. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, like about, about three months of, of donating to the party and, and, and trying to reach out to people and send emails and phone uh, phone people, I just finally gave up, you know? Uh-huh. And so, and so I started doing my own brand of activism. This is around the time I learned about Murray Rothbard and, and F.A. Hayek and Milton Friedman and, and David Friedman and all these great authors and the Mises Institute. And so I was that you know, I was that Mises libertarian and, and, uh, I went on to found a couple of publications, uh, started, um, with think Liberty. If you're familiar with the publication, think Liberty, that okay. was um, something I founded and, uh, I don't really do a lot of work with them anymore, but sometime in 2000, beginning of 2016, I'm watching this presidential election and I'm going, what the hell? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. You were, you were in a resounding <laughs> chorus of all of us who were going, what the hell's happening? <laughs> What the hell in A minor by 350 million people? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm living in Southern Washington, you know, and I'm going, I'm going, I, I got to figure out a, a different way here. And so, uh, I've been a registered Libertarian voter for you know since 2010, and uh, I started campaigning for Gary Johnson, Bill Weld. I mean, in, in Southern Washington, and and uh, I became a part of the Washington State Party there. I became a regional rep at my first state convention, so I oversaw five counties, and I started building county affiliates and working to you know get candidates elected and and recruit candidates and find new members and hold meetings, and it was just a a lot for a guy who had no idea what he was doing at the time. Um, but you know, for all of Gary Johnson's faults, when I was looking at the election, I was like, this is the best chance we have for rolling back the size and scope of a... Of that was a, that was my logic when I voted for him. I saw yeah. I really, I can't be like poo-poo. I, yeah, it was, you know, it was completely, the size and scope of the federal government is so completely out of control that a Gary Johnson figure is going to be better than just about anybody else running. Yeah. But we can do, you know, and oh, that's, yeah. that's where I'm at now. And so around that same time, we were working with Think Liberty and we were, I was just, a lot of people were frustrated with Nicholas Sarwark. A lot of people were frustrated with the way the National Party handled that election, mm. uh, the way they've handled things since that election. You know, we're, it's one missed opportunity after another. And so uh, I I knew that there was a, a national uh, convention coming up in 2018. And I was like, you know what, we're going to beat Nick. We're going to find somebody who's principled and is on message and, and, and stands on the anti-war principles. And so I started calling people. I called Larry Sharp. I called all these big names around the country. I'm like, Hey, look, you got to run against Nick Sarwar. You got to mm -hmm. do it. You know? Right. And, and people were like, no, no way. <laughs> no what was, way. What was Larry? Uh, what was the reasoning for that? Exactly. Because I've, it's always, I don't understand really where his support base comes from because whenever I talk to people about Nick Sarwark, they either don't know who he is or they have strongly negative opinions of him. So where sure. is that well, coming here's from? The, here's the, the big problem is, and this is one of the reasons why I decided to run in 2018 was there are 
millions of small L libertarians around the country that are not involved with this party. Right. They're not. And, and they're not involved with this party because of those reasons. Um, and, and I've been able to really highlight that being on the board myself now and being the number one recruiter for the Libertarian Party is, is every single person that I've talked to has said, I haven't joined the party because of this. You know what I mean? Right. And so I, I'm hoping that you know, like any other election, hope and change is what brings people to the ballot box and that people will show up to the national convention. But the, the problem is, is that our leadership, our vice presidential candidate, our, our, our presidential candidate, all of our bylaws, all of our platforms, those are all debated on and voted on at the national convention, sure. right? That's between 1,000 and 1,200 national delegates. That, that doesn't accurately no. represent no. the entire movement. No. Right? Mm -hmm. And so if you can stack the delegation, you can win an election. 100%. And so that's right. been a, yeah. And so that's been a big focus of ours this year is, you know, get as many people to that damn convention as possible and right. make sure that they're working with their state parties so that they can become delegates, they can show up. And, then, and, and Nick has said something that is so true. This party belongs to whoever shows up. There's yeah. 15,000 national members. That's it. 15,000 yeah. national That's members. That's crazy to me. That's crazy. Nothing. Yeah. And, and, this is, and this is up over 2,000 since three months ago. We were under 13,000. I mean, it's, you know, but since Tom Woods and Dave Smith and myself and all these people have gotten these dedicated recruitment links, right. we've shot up and, you know, so we're doing good things. But anyway, so I... I called all these people. No one would run. I decided in 2018, well, I'm going to put out an intent to run statement and see what happens. I'm just this regional rep from Washington, blue collar guy. You know, I work in the maintenance division. I'm like a director of maintenance for skilled nursing homes. But I have some political aptitude. I know I can build a grassroots movement because I've done that with publications. So let me see what I can do. So I put an intent to run statement out, never thinking that it was going to blow up like it did. And it, sure. I traveled to 20, I traveled to 26 states last year. I spoke, spoke in front of thousands of people. Can you feel? Was, uh, can you feel how needed you are? <laughs> I yeah, mean, I mean, I keynoted. I keynoted a, a huge convention in Omaha behind Ron Paul. You know what I mean? Ten, right. Here it is, ten years later, and I've come full circle. I'm now keynoting behind the guy who brought me to this movement. Shit, you know, and man. so it's a huge deal. And and there are. I mean, I, I'm looking around this movement right now, and I'm going, wow, there are thousands and thousands of people trying to join this party to change things. And it's because of the things that I've done, because of the things that the Mises Caucus has done. It's because of the people like Dave Smith and 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 uh, Scott Horton and all these great uh, libertarian thinkers that have decided, you know what, this party needs to reflect libertarian yeah. ideals. If sure. we're not doing that, we're, we're damaging the brand on a national level. And so it's that's where we're at and i'm hoping you know that when we walk into convention in 2020 in austin that it's it's going to it's going to change for the better what are the, what is that looking like what are, what's the what's the hope there i i i, I declared my uh, willingness to be a delegate to my uh, my uh, new york rep so that's memo sitting in there he said good i'll keep that in mind so uh, hopefully i'll be down there in austin right there next to you uh, Hell yeah. what have is you, the have you joined your state party yet yeah yeah i have i have nice yeah. So, uh, what is the um, what's the hopes there? Like, what what's what's it looking like so far? Are you confident people are gonna show up? Because that has been the problem that I have heard. Uh, the recruiter told me. The, the the coordinators have all told me is we really don't know who's showing up. Right. So so, what is the what's the game plan there? How are you getting the most possible people to show up? So. We've recruited a lot of people, and, and the first thing I always tell them is, okay, I'm glad you joined the National Party. I appreciate that. Here's how you get a hold of your state coordinator, usually for the Mises Caucus, because those are the people that are coordinating our delegates for all of our 
uh, our causes at the national convention. Got it. I get them in, tr- in touch with that and, and hope they join the state party and then, you know, just declare that they want to be delegates. Some states get a lot of delegates. You know, California, we get 107 delegates. Nice. The national convention. You know, nice. I think New York has like 32 or something. So, I mean, yeah. it's, you know, it's really, you've got to get in there and you got to show that you're interested in working with the party because then you have a better chance of getting selected as a delegate. Yeah, you know, if you just go in there and you're like, hey, I'm just here to get rid of Nick Sarwark and nothing else, people are going to be like, all right, cool, right. we'll, we'll We'll keep that in uh, in mind and right. give you best possible consideration. You know, I got so I got you got I got contacted by one of them who was like, "We need delegates. Do you want to be a delegate?" I was I was I was like, eh, "I'm not sure." And then Todd got me into it. Todd's gone, so at this point, I'm like, "Look, we got to change this fucking party." And I, at this point, Josh, you know, I, I you have the what you have done to even to get other people to run against you is incredible to me that that you have already you've sparked this this interest in changing the party that almost even goes beyond you and it's right. it's really impressive i i really I, I can't tell you how thankful i am that somebody took the mantle up and decided to do this well i appreciate it man and like i said i was a nobody you know and i, t- I walked into that convention in 2018 i took almost a quarter of the vote fuck yeah actual, dude absolutely nobody you know and <laughs> And I worked those last two years. I got on the board anyways as an at-large member. And you're more popular now. You're more popular now, so. Well, and and the thing is that a lot of people, you know, all these these serious, like, libelous, slander, bullshit stories that they made up about me in 2018. Right. I've been able to kind of put to bed, and now now they don't don't have those same things to talk about anymore. They can't, you know. Right. And and now I I have this meat, this body of work. That I've that I've done over the last two years that I can point to and say, look, these are the things I said I was going to do, and these are the things that are working for us currently. Right. So, so you guys can either get on board with this stuff and and help me take up you know take up the mantle and 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 make the party more successful from a libertarian perspective, or you can vote against me, which is fine too. And and you know we get more of the same for the next two years. Right. You know, so so worst possible. Uh, scenarios that we get the same thing for the next two years. Best case, we get a new direction for the party. We have uh, uh, somebody who can go out and recruit candidates and members and and get things done and you know start working on things like this uh, you know the city CRM data sharing programs and and stuff that that is going to make us more successful. And and so I I really hope that the you know the delegates from past will see that and see that work and and see that we we can make a difference. And I hope that we get a whole bunch of new people that show up to Austin ready to to, to work. You know. Right. 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 Carr, do you want to add anything here? Because I have a question for him regarding sort of the thing we were talking about the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, go for it. Okay. So the the the, the local parties, Josh, I'm sure I really don't have to tell you this, but even in, in Queens, uh, where I'm at, the local parties are really struggling. Um, they are mired with, with infighting, and nobody really knows what direction anybody is going in. The National Party has done very little to keep everybody in track in, in regard to that. Can, can I add, can I just add to your question before Josh, Josh responds? Go, go ahead. To, uh, I, I don't know if are you are you is that uh, that's I'm, I want to hear what you have to say to, to add to it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I would just echo that. And I like I went and I and I don't want to put anybody on blast or blow anybody, but like that's not the, the point. Here. No, but right. I, I did recently go to a local meetup and I wasn't. Like, if I had gone there without knowing 
I'm trying to think about, I've been trying to think about how to phrase this in a, in a, in a really, really constructive way. Cause I really don't want to tear down, you know, right. What, you know, I just don't have, nobody has time for just a bunch of bickering, but I, I, to to echo what bird said it just seemed like there was it was the macrocosm of politics in the united states where it's just bickering over stupid bullshit brought down to a local party level level of bickering over stupid bullshit and i, I, I didn't really get like a single big message of hey let's move this thing towards and i know that that maybe that's not the the time or the place to like you know be waxing philosophical um, that the you know these meetups are are meant f- as a functional thing, but I couldn't help but notice how much just it was fighting over you know there's three major population centers here, and it just felt like it was like who can we ally with to like oust this major population center this time and this population center this time and it was all within the LP it wasn't even fighting the GOP or the Democrats it was it was like just fighting other LP members it, it, I, I was shocked so the, so the question sort of josh being is first have you noticed this or is this something that sort of i guess we've just seen in isolate or and then furthermore and, what does that mean what does the national and, party and, plan on doing to help and and this goes to something that we were talking to todd about was you know professionalizing the party and coming up with a cohesive brand and and just saying look we all need to be every forget the 37 or whatever the fuck number of planks the lp has or whatever it is you know come up with something that's like reasonable that everybody can agree on that if we can get these things done is pretty fucking libertarian, you know, like for, for instance, anti-war, anti-drug war, anti-fed, like once you like, what, what, what else do you really need to agree on? You know, um, I don't know if that particular thing is the answer and I'm not a political guy. So I'm, I try to kind of maintain my distance, but, um, I, I just, I couldn't believe how much just political nonsense I was hearing from within, um, you know, the people who were supposed to be your allies being that you're under the same political party that was like 10 questions josh i'm sorry there was yeah yeah yeah, sorry (laughs) (laughs) we just like drove by and like dropped it off on your doorstep and drove (laughs) hold on let me me here you go we'll get get to this uh no i here's so here's the thing um there's there's a lot to unpack there look every county party is different across the across the nation that's just how it is um i think that a lot of these these seeds of discord have been sowed from the national party and yeah. especially from the national chairman. I think we've, we've become this party that attacks instead of works together. And, and I think that having a chairman first and foremost, that can set an example of, of unity and, and, and uh, hard work is going to really trickle down to a lot of these parties. But yeah. I think another big, another big solution to this. And, and I and look, I do agree that those are, in my opinion, uh, those are the three biggest libertarian topics that we should be talking about, I, especially the anti-war thing. I, I, I can't express that enough. There's millions of people around this country that are just tired of these fucking wars. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're just yeah. done. They don't they don't want them anymore? And we're talking Democrats and 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 liberals and and communists and and ancaps and libertarians and Republicans. I mean, all of us are just done with these wars. You know yeah. and politicians keep doing them because they keep getting these lobbyists who are you know stuffing money in their pockets and that's basically what it's you know they're competing for contracts pays that's what it is um so i think that i do agree that it's important for the national party to, to kind of focus on goals um and and set some real attainable goals and that gives the the state and local parties something to kind of work yes for yes yes uh, I want to ch- ch- cheer. 
but yeah, I mean, that's exactly what it is. But I also think, and, and another solution to a lot of this, and I, I've, I've talked about this to all the people that I'm recruiting, the, the number one solution to pollution is dilution, right? And so sure. if you find five people that are, uh, you know, like-minded when it comes to libertarian ideals, they want to work with libertarian candidates, they want to make a difference in their community, you bring them to this meeting, those voices that are sowing that discord get quieter and quieter and quieter and quieter. Because and that's what we're doing at the national level. You know, we have all these big fish in this really small pond. Sure. And yeah. and they're they're so loud, you know, mm-hmm. and you're just like you're like, Man, I wish I wish we had more people who thought like us. Well, bring those people to the meetup. You right. know what I mean? And right, right, right. and then they get smaller. Every time another person shows up, they get smaller and smaller and smaller. The big parties don't have this problem as much because, you know, they don't they don't know everybody in the movement. No. You know, I know I everybody in the movement you know yeah, right. I, yeah. small world and arguably josh even the idea that the gop has a movement in it is it, like we are in as libertarians we are a part of a movement i mean ever since ron paul we have been moving in in the direction of change the other two parties really they don't have that right so even still there's this you would think there'd even be more discord right but there's they're in lockstep there is. That's the thing. They have more discord in those parties. Oh, you the think? That, yeah, they're just so big yeah. that it's not. No one hears about it. Fair no, enough. No one gives a sh- When I lived in Southern Washington, okay, the local Southern Washington uh, Republicans were going through like this whole ordeal because their chair was like embezzling money from the Republican <laughs> Party. And, like, I mean, I mean, crazy, crazy stuff, right? So, to, in order to succeed, do we need more embezzlers or less? I, I, well, I we need, and we need people who are going to give us money first of all. Yeah. yeah. So yes. So, so the answer, so the answer is, don't blow up my spot. You, yeah. Why did you just wink in the camera, Joshua? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean you're right. We do need people to be giving us money in the first place, to, to, and then we'll talk about embezzling. Yeah, embezzle. If you don't got anything to invest, man. I mean, the national, right. you know, the national party's budget right now is about one point two million dollars. Oh that man, is that is that's insane. smaller than the smallest current presidential candidate's budget by probably twenty times. It's <sighs> it's smaller. It's smaller than a lot of the like local Republican uh, caucuses and stuff, man. I mean, it, yeah. it's insane, right? Yeah, and and we have. We have a national headquarters that we have to keep the lights on at. We have we have uh, you know candidates that we're trying to help. We're working on Civi CRM project. We're we're trying to uh, fight ballot access laws in places like Ohio and Alabama and and Connecticut. And we're going through lawsuits. And it's just like at some point you have to say we need more money. And if you're so, not going to focus on fundraising, you're not going to do anything. I mean, it's just I was going to say. So now your first goal when you win. Is fundraising right? Is that is Fundra- that fundraising and membership um, recruitment? Well, you seem much- to be good on recruitment, right? But, I'm but also I'm also good on fundraising. I'm one of the biggest fundraisers on the LNC right now. Oh, that's um, good to and, hear. And you know, if I hadn't if I hadn't have been decent at fundraising, uh, we we may have had to turn off a light or two. You know, right? So, do they do a first uh, hundred days for you guys? Because <laughs> I I'd love to hear. What does your first hundred days look like? What do you? What do you? What are the specific moves that you're making if you can get into them? Because I'm well, sure I think, people I are think listening. My, on, day, on day one, I mean, on day one, I'm going to say, look, libertarians, we're we're it's a new dawn for this party, <laughs> yeah. you know, and I, I I hope that 
you know, thousands of libertarians will take up arms and, and at least drop 25 bucks to the party and say, hey, I'm a member of this party. Let's get it going. You know, let's Stout. go. Let's go. Good. good, good. Just unzip the trousers. Yeah. yeah. Onto the podium. On the table and be like, everyone. if you want to make change, 20 bucks, 25 bucks each. Let's make this happen. Yeah. I'm <laughs> it's $25 and, and, and you're making a huge difference. You want to do a $5 monthly? That's even better. You know, and, and we're looking we're looking at it from a standpoint of where there's 15,000 national members and there's literally at least a million small libertarians in this country. Oh, yeah, you at know? least. If every single libertarian in this country was like, here's 25 bucks to this party that I know is going to uh, is going to support my principles and not be this crazy scattered party that it's been for the last several years. Sure. We're talking we're talking about competing with the Republicans and Democrats at that point, you know, legitimately. So I, I don't know. That's that's day one is, is we're going to talk about. Membership. I like that on day one. I, I mean, like it seems like, unfortunately, because of the situation that the LP finds itself in. And I mean, I've been looking around. At least I feel this way. Maybe you don't. Maybe you do. But it seems like day one is the most important day. The first move that you make unlocks the doors to go forward because it's true. The funding issue. I mean, until you unlock that, what more can you really do? So I, I, sure. I totally get that. Well, and once we're fu- once we're actually bringing in some funds, you know, we can show candidates, hey, we're here to support you. We're now laying sure. uh, the the correct framework to to compete against these two old parties, and we're going to see a lot of people flip. It's going to happen. People are going to start going, oh, you know, that Libertarian Party, uh, they represent my principles more than these parties, so I'm going to yeah, go sure. run as a, a state senate candidate for this party, or a, sure. or a councilman, or a county supervisor, or whatever. You know, I, I like to focus on the, the local races. Obviously, I think they're super important first. Do you I think, think those are the most important? I mean, obviously after the because because I was yelling at Carr about this last night, but the party <laughs> needs the leader, obviously. So the leader has to be there first, and then you you are you plan on focusing on the local parties. Oh sure, I want to recruit local local candidates all over the country. I'd like to run yeah. a local candidate in every single possible race around sure. the country that we can. Um, and 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 I this is something that me and Todd the Todd father saw completely eye to eye on is is how important local elections are. Good. Yeah, uh, I live in Cal. I live, I live in California. We have our highest elected libertarian f- official here in this state. Um, he is the the Jeff Hewitt. He's the the county supervisor of River, Riverside County. That county has a population that's bigger than like six other states. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. And he got. He got that position because he was the mayor of Calamesa first. You mm-hmm. know, he ran as mayor of Calamesa. He was the mayor there for eight years. He was right. able to roll back all the CalPERS uh, retirement pensions for the firefighters and cops there and get them on their own private 401ks and save the city from becoming bankrupt. Sure. He showed he showed that libertarian policies can enrich the lives of his constituency. And so when he became a, a, a candidate for city, county supervisor, he, he people knew him already. He'd already made a name for himself in his community because he, he showed that our principles help. And so if we start doing that around the country, like like in places in Florida, they rolled out this plan called Operation First Step. And they ran, I don't know, 50, 60 candidates for local offices around the state. Right. They won like 60 percent of those races. Mm, yeah. I like the name of it, too. First Step, because yeah. that is really uh, that's. Step. Yeah. So I'll put a huge emphasis on, on local races. Now, the, the one thing that I disagreed with Todd, with the Todd father on is, is that we have to have some federal candidates in some states and we have to we have to put some emphasis on a POTUS candidate because that's what keeps us ballot access in a lot of states. If we didn't run a, a presidential candidate, uh, we'd lose ballot access in like 
28 states or something like that. So it's, it is important that we put some emphasis on that. And that, that only comes around every four years, but the four years leading up to that, we should be so focused on winning local and, and county races around the country. It, it blows my mind that we haven't been in the past. So, uh, uh, explain something to me. Um, maybe I'm not making the connection. Why is ballot access important to you? Oh, so, so places like Alabama, sure. We, if, if, if a libertarian wants to run for state Senate and mm-hmm. we don't have ballot access there, they have to go out and get, I think it's some insane, insurmountable number of signatures that they have to get just to put their name on the ballot with an L. If they can't get those signatures, then they have to run a writing campaign. And we Got all it. know that writing campaigns don't do very well. Got and it. so in places like Alabama, it would be great if we had ballot access, but we can't keep ballot access in like 28 other states unless we run a presidential candidate. And so, the, you know, if, if we lost 28 state ballot access, we would be a very, very minor party again. We oh, yeah. definitely wouldn't be surging towards major party status at all. And and then we're not competing and then people don't want to give us money and then people don't want to join the party and they don't want to run as a candidate for the for the for the party because they can't put an L next to their name on the ballot. And. It, it just, you know, it, it makes a huge difference for us. And it's something that in the 47 years of this party's existence, they've had a huge focus on it for that reason, because it has helped grow the party from what it was when it started. And sure. so ballot, ballot access is always going to be a huge part of the Libertarian Party until we're, we just get automatic 50 state ballot access. So, Right. And how do we do that? We become a major party in the United States in every state. <laughs> mm, and how do we do that? <laughs> oh, man. Money, uh, candidates, you know, we, we need we need candidates who are going to go out and get high numbers in their races. And, right. and I think, you know, recruiting new members and, and, and fun, fundraising more money is, is going to do a lot more than constantly having to sue these states. Because a lot of the states, we have to go sue the state to get ballot access. Or we have to dump $40,000 into a place like Illinois uh, so that they can so that they can go out and pay petitioners to petition to get to get their candidates on the ballots. You know, we're, we're spending a lot of money there. But if but if we get enough uh, volunteers who are start working on campaigns, who are door knocking and going door to door and saying, hey, we're from you know this candidate's uh, uh, campaign and let us tell you about this. And, and we start getting those vote totals higher. Then we start looking at becoming major parties in every state. That's what Larry Sharp for New York. Yes, right? I know. Yeah, the, the, I I was thinking about Larry. He he was the one who won us ballot access, which I yeah, yeah for the first time ever. In now, how do we people. keep that exactly? We keep that by I don't know. There's some weird. There's some weird. <laughs> right. And I've always thought it's weird that you can run as like a, a multiple party candidate there as well. Yeah, like- the New York's um, a whole thing is. I mean, when you live in it. I think you kind of look at it and you go, this is all set up, right? Like this is all oh, yeah. set up for a specific party to kind of always. <laughs> well, and you guys got, you got Mr. Cuomo there who's not corrupt at all. No. Right? Yeah. The whole Cuomo family, a bunch of modern day Giuliani's. Wait a minute. No. Queen, <laughs> Queen Cuomo is what I usually call them. Yeah. The whole family, right? Oh, oh, they're just the they're, they're, they've totally set that system up so that they can just Oh my god, like it's ridiculous. Money. It's ridiculous. And I, I refuse to make a crude comparison that others would make here, but it is, in a way, very organized uh, <laughs> and criminal, one would say. Um, it, it's yeah. wild. It really is. So, man, it just all seems so daunting when you put sure. it like this, right? It, it, you, I, I know you're feeling the pressure. We're all feeling the pressure here. Um... I don't even know where to go with it. It's I, I just want to, again, I want to just congratulate you for stepping up and doing it because it seems like you have got a full ass plate. <laughs> oh, 
No doubt. Well, and you know, I'm in, I'm in leadership for the state party too. I'm an at-large rep for the, for the California state party. Right. I'm a treasurer for my local party. I'm the chair of the national affiliate support committee, which is awesome. Cause I've been do you ever do help. anything fun? Like, do you ever have a, <laughs> a fun time where you always kind of just, I've been, single, I've been single for two years. Man. <laughs> oh, so you really don't have anything to lose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm feeling that it's when you get single, it's like, well, might as well change the entire world. Cause what else yeah. am I living? <laughs> no, and that's, you know, look, there's been a lot of days in this movement where I where I woke up in the morning. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm not going to do this anymore. You know, I'm done. I, I've been attacked by my own party repeatedly. Yeah, uh, it's man. a constant uphill battle. I've worked with candidates who don't want to listen to you when you tell them this is what you need to be doing. Uh, you know, I've had fun. I've had big, huge donors, you know, turn me down several times, but I keep calling them. I keep doing the work because I do have a very unique opportunity to change the world. Right. I mean, immediately change the country, but then on a bigger scale, the world, you know, and and so I think if you're given, if you're afforded that opportunity to not take, it would be insanity. And so that's what keeps me going, man, every day. And I I average about three hours of sleep every night. (laughs) I take a lot of, I take a lot of CBD to help with the anxiety. (laughs) Yes. Oh, there you go. (laughs) If you got to do what you got to do. I want to pick your brains more about like how you view the party. Um, I always, especially before I joined, and now I think this more than ever, um, and maybe this is too ideological of me, which is would be surprising. I'm usually not this much of an ideologue, but that party for me, your party, our party, is the mouthpiece. It is, for me, it is, it seems to be at the very least, the megaphone for yelling our real important ideas out because nobody else seems to be doing them. Carr just listed the three of them. You agreed with the three of them. No other candidate that I can think of outside of the Libertarian Party agrees with any of those three, uh, at least outwardly and openly. I cannot think of one of them who has who has said anything about the drug war. We had some candidates who still <laughs> openly support it, which is insane sure. to me. Not one candidate yeah. is anti-war, other than Tulsi Gabbard, who I will stand by the fact I do not think she's anti-war. I think she's anti a few wars. And then sure. the Fed, not one of them would dare come out against the Fed. Not one well, of them. Well, that's Tulsi Gabbard did come out and back. Uh, Don't make uh, me try to like her, Josh. Don't. She came, <laughs> she came out. She came out several years ago and and backed uh, Amash's bill to to audit the Fed. So all right, she's, she's Tulsi. All right, Tulsi. That's two for you, <laughs> Tulsi. Tulsi look, Gabbard. I, I, look, I, I, I'm you know I work in national politics, man. I, I I've met some really great people who work in in this. Uh, this line and i've met some absolute shit bags i'm and sure yeah i i'm sure there's and there's probably very little in between it's it's probably <laughs> mostly great guys and then just Part some some real <laughs> shit bags i'm sure um and here's the so here's the thing tulsi has some really great policies she does and i and i i back really great really really great <laughs> if, if a couple of stand-up policies <laughs> Yeah, she's anti-war. She's anti-drug war. She's, she's oh, anti-fed. I, I don't There's, agree. I sure hope you're right. I really do. <laughs> but then, but then she's holding up behind her anti-gun. Well, that's uh, true. Socialism, sure. Medicare yeah. for all. I mean, sure. some really bad policies sure. as well. And so, but if if there if the Democrats are gonna have a nominee. It should be the one that's sure. Actually I saying. actually agree. I mean, I agree with you there. There's no argument there. That's if I had I to pick not. a Democratic nominee, that's the one. That's the one. That's I'm the not going to vote for. Us. No, no, not at all. Is that, a, is, that a, is that a hurricane's flag behind you there, Car? 
that Canes? Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That, Are you a Canes fan? No, I'm a Sharks fan. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Rough night the other night. <laughs> I, I, uh, I have not been watching. I usually either watch baseball or hockey like that year and i've been in a long baseball streak i just can't handle it's just too much if i if i watch both so i actually have not yeah, been really actually watching the game no way. that's the fun thing that i do outside of politics i go to man i go to like a almost a sharks game a week because we're, oh, we're so nice. bad right now it's nice. like 12 oh, yeah, yeah. that's, that's how, the that's best thing about being a mets fan is the tickets are six dollars right in six dollars <laughs> That's how the Canes were when I when I was in high school. Like we would go after high, go after school, and it would, they would be like, "Just please come in, please, please come watch this." Jeez, we'll pay you to come watch yeah. a game. <laughs> so, anyways, I'm sorry to sidetrack it. Oh no, I, I the Tulsi thing. I I got totally sidetracked with that. Anyway, the, the the point being, I view the party as a megaphone. I view it as a way to distribute our ideas. How do you see the party? So I I actually 100% agree with you, and I I said this on Tom Wood's show and Dave Smith's show a couple weeks ago. The, the vast majority of people in this in this country, when they hear the term libertarian, they don't think about great people such as Murray Rothbard or Ludwig von Mises or Tom Woods or Dave Smith or Scott Horton or any of these wonderful people. They immediately right. think of the Libertarian Party. Oh, man. If, if, if even right. they know what libertarian is, if, if yeah, even right. that. It drives me crazy. All the first thing they think about is the Libertarian Party. Oh, that's that party with Gary Johnson, the uh, the Aleppo guy. Oh God, right. it stings. You know, it and, stings. And, they... and for... <laughs> Shut it down. Shut it down, everyone. Yeah, it stings. Yeah. And, the, and, and the Aleppo thing, I still stand by. The Aleppo thing is not as bad as the naked guy. I will stand by that. <laughs> yeah, it might be fair. Yeah. <laughs> Personally, I've, I've I've met James Weeks several times. The the naked guy at the convention in 2016. <laughs> He doesn't like me at all. I was gonna say fuck that. I was gonna. I was holding what I was gonna say for you to give him a, a stamp of approval or not. <laughs> fuck that guy. That guy sucks. That guy is a fucking complete loser. And somebody should have yeah, drop kicked him. Very, very anti-naked. <laughs> so, guy. Somebody, somebody should have ran up to him with his, with his big naked body and drop kicked him off the stage. I can't stand that guy. I really can't. <laughs> the screenshot is so funny. <laughs> James is a left anarchist, uh, completely left anarchist. Yeah, that's like whatever. Like, I'm way closer to that than you are, Josh, but he's still a dickhead. (laughs) That that guy sucks. (laughs) I just, I can't. I would gladly have him on the show, but I really need to figure out what the the hell are you doing? (laughs) I bet James would come on your show. I'm sure he would. I'm sure we'd have a great time, but like... (laughs) This is party. Be, this party is the only party that I can think of with as big a stage as it has that takes an openly anti-war stance, even with the people who are largely in power now, who, you know, it takes a little shaking to get that out of them sometimes, but they still say it. This is the only party that fights for that. You as a left anarchist, I get it. It's funny because it is, but uh, come on, man. We have to look serious. We're trying to save people's lives. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's the truth. Michael Heiss just said this on Dave Smith's show the other day. Oh, I'm agreeing with a lot of smart fellows today, it seems. So Mike, well, Mike, Mike said it. Mike, Mike had the, one of the best quotes I've ever heard in my life. We're going up against people that will napalm your children. Yes! Straight up. 
We are going up against people that will napalm your They children. fucking drone strike American citizens and their American citizen children and nobody bats an eye. <laughs> Why aren't you storming their parties naked? Make a difference that way. Stop just fucking kicking the little guy. Uh, that's, that can be like the side project that I handle is like storming the GOP and Democrats. Yeah, oh and man, if you could do, if, if, yeah, because I'll handle that. His, the thing is, I want to like him. His idea was hilarious. It's great, but it's the wrong. It's just you did it in just a less fortunate place than you could have in either the other two places, and I don't know why that was. I, I'm gonna put out. I'm gonna put out a live challenge right now to James Weeks, the Audacious Caucus, and the Socialist Caucus. Go to the GOP or the DNC conventions and wave dildos around and get naked there. That do would it. be yeah. awesome. I mean, if, if, yeah. if I saw somebody do that, I'd consider, you know, waving one around maybe at a party meetup. I don't know. We'll okay. s- <laughs> Let's see what happens. Let's just see what happens. Disrupt. I would love to see them go there and disrupt their 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 conventions. I would. I, I, I would totally back that. It's, I'd even send them yeah. some PayPal money. To help them get there. I, 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 well, unless that uh, makes us accessories to crimes, in which case I do not approve and will not do that. But if there's no crime, <laughs> if there's no crime, I gladly, no. I'll, I'll gladly support any amount of fuckery in the two major parties because, like, the idea, great. Let's keep protesting in the most absurd and ridiculous ways possible. Over there, there. Yeah. When, when it comes to like our shit where we need to like look serious for our party don't be like this was brought to you by the libertarian party just be like no i fucking hate these two major parties let's protest them and then let's go to the building that we own and we'll fucking talk some serious shop i don't know that uh, we can do both things with enough coordination josh when you win as chair uh i am by the way completely open for you to hire as meme director or maybe like chaos direct anything you need but can you send me can you send me a, a portfolio of your dankest memes? Uh, uh, can I? Our fans can. <laughs> All right, you guys are going to have to hook up with Dave K- Casey from the Mises Caucus because he's our our current meme director. Hey, you have a meme would... director? Oh yeah. Oh, that's a that see, that's awesome. I really love that. This is it's 2020 almost. Yes. Memes, memes put the president in place. Yes. <laughs> yes. We have to get out of this like old stuff shirt thinking and start making a, you know a real difference in in an era that people find absurd. I mean, yes, there's yes. absurdity all over this country every yes. day, and and we're trying to be another stuff shirt party who 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 you know supports people like Bill Weld. And, no, we got to be fun. We just can't be naked. Yeah. We got to be right. fun without without Man, being. I don't like that rule. <laughs> Ch- listen. Car again, car. When maybe when Joshua wins, and in fact, Joshua, when you win, you are invited to come to Childerberg just a day or two later to come and have some drinks with us. Of course, you're invited. Oh, you guys are gonna be at Childerberg. I'm gonna I'm gonna make my way over there at some point. Yeah, come on perfect. over. There'll be beer and there'll be hamburgers and a celebratory uh, parade for when you win. Um, and and they might even be closed. We'll <laughs> but but and yeah, I was gonna say that'll be when we all get naked and we and we do the thing where we burn the owl, the effigy of the owl, you know. You know. Alex Jones is gonna be there, I guess, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's invited and, and he's it. he always comes naked. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And 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 back to the original point that we got sidetracked from is is I think the Libertarian Party. 
the Libertarian Party needs to have a chairman who's going to reflect those principles so that yes. when people say, oh, the Libertarian Party, those are the Libertarians, it, it's synonymous with the philosophy. Yeah, no, I, yeah, think that's, which, I think that's what I'm looking forward to seeing is seeing somebody who, who embodies those principles at a national level because, like, while I think local elections are probably more important important at this stage in terms of actual political like if you're interested in political political action that's probably where you're gonna make the biggest difference but without that guiding you know light coming down from like a national presence or a national brand you know people like i i don't know what the hell just happened at the meetup that i went to like i have no idea what was going on <laughs> right um and and <clears throat> I, I don't even know what political party I might have gone to had I not gone to the Libertarian <laughs> yeah. Party you yeah, know, meet up, right? Like, and so, and 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 when you're talking about um, dilution is a solution to pollution, right? Like that big, there there are a million people, um, more probably, like we said earlier, that are on the sidelines that are just looking at the Libertarian Party, especially after you know, kind of their treatment of Ron Paul and Mary Ruart and just continued fiasco after fiasco and just all this nonsense. It's just a clown show, where that are like you know, would likely join or, or be closer to joining or at least come to meetups and stuff like that. If the brand, um, w was, was stronger and more, and more reflective of their views. And that's a great way to start to work on this, like diluting whatever clown show used to exist, you know, is just bringing in the, these, the, the new blood that that's, um, you know, I, I'm not a political action guy, but I but I would love to like hang out with like-minded libertarians in in the DFW area, and and if if everybody was anti-war, anti-drug war, anti-fed, it's like it's yeah, sure, I'll go to your meetups, like yeah. you know. And there's a lot of people like that. Yeah, well, absolutely, and I think that the Mises Caucus has been really doing that, you know, hand over fist. Yes, is, I think so too. You know, and that's that's why I'm so glad to be endorsed by them. I was glad to be endorsed by them in 2018. I'm glad I'm the candidate committee chair for the for the Mises Caucus, so I was the one that was tasked with going out and picking the candidates for us to support. Um, it's really been a beautiful thing. It's it's re it's it's reinvigorating the Ron Paul revolution into the Libertarian Party. And I think it's a beautiful thing. And it, it is. It brings so many like-minded people together that the establishment's just kind of, they're kind of scared at this point. You know, they're, they're looking going, wow, they've brought in over 2,000 people in the last, you know, three months. Well, yeah, what, are we gonna, what are we going to do? You know, what, are, what, are, what can you say? We're getting results. We're, we're becoming that presence in the party that is able to bring new members and new blood and new life. And, and what are you going to say? What are you going to do? You can't do anything anymore. It's, you know, we're going to do this, whether I wouldn't share or not, we're going to continue to do this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, especially if those, even if you don't win, especially if those numbers go up, I mean, that's just more reason to keep fighting for the next one, you know? Oh Yeah. Oh yeah, if we're if we're making progress, we're making progress. But you're gonna like win. Said, you're gonna win. I'm 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 just gonna straight up say it. I'm gonna keep saying it. I'm gonna bring it into existence. You don't win. Don't worry about it. You got. I this. was one quarter. I was one quarter of the delegation away from winning in 2018. That's just really wild. While, while while we're on this topic, like, is there and I am completely coming from a place of ignorance. Like, is there a like are there polls or like or like no. how how do you take a temperature of where? So there's been some online polls and yeah. I, I so. We did is the that, debate. Me, Todd, myself, Todd, and, and Mike Shipley. We did the debate. That was uh, a muddied waters. Was the poll maker yeah, got, taker? 
69.3% of the vote after that. But we they also did uh, just recently did a, a vote in in the delegates group. So there's like a group that's designed for libertarians in the party that are either delegates now have been delegates in the past or are thinking about being delegates in the future. And I also won that one, uh, I think. And they actually put somebody who we think is probably going to run, Joe Bishop, Bishop Henchman. They actually put him in that poll, too. Uh, and he would be like the pragmatic favorite. And mm-hmm. so I beat I beat Joe by over 100 and some votes. And so, nice. I, I mean, we're doing well. I think we're doing well. We're, huh? that is, that's how you get elected is through the delegate the delegates vote on you so so the the, each state gets a certain amount of delegates depending on uh what their presidential election numbers were in 2016 and also how many national members they have registered in that state yeah and so like california we're the biggest state affiliate because we're we're one of the biggest states so we get 107 delegates places like north dakota get four delegates you know Uh, alaska i think gets six delegates Uh, but florida is like the third biggest delegation with like 60 or 50 something delegates or something right and then texas has like 73 delegates so we have to be able to get our delegates in there get them elected as delegates and have them show up to the austin convention they vote on all the party leadership the bylaws the platforms and then even more importantly than me and, and the party leadership is the vice presidential and presidential nominees, right? And so, because those are the people are not going to be the president in 2020. We know that. Sure. But they get to do a 50-state national media tour. Sure. Portraying yeah, our yeah, principles. Yeah. Which is, again, so. that goes back to the, the microphone, the the, loud, the loudspeaker thing. That is, that's that's the key right there. Who that is. Up, you know, who do you want to put up? Do you want to put somebody who's going to go and make a joke of us uh, to, the, to the nation? Right. Or do you want to put up somebody? going to go and say, hey, look, the wars are bad. We're killing innocent people. The Federal Reserve continues to inflate and, and print money out of thin air. And the drug war is locking up people that haven't created a victim. What do you want to do? You yeah. know what I mean? What yep. do you want to see it go? So, For yeah. sure. For sure, man. I mean, For sure. it's looking it's looking good. I mean, it's looking good. Uh, by every indication that I've seen, you have a whole lot of support. Um, Which is just crazy to me because I'm still just a maintenance man on the west coast (laughs) well once you get into politics you won't be anymore you'll be wheeling and dealing and 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 (laughs) i mean i uh, promised i promised all my all my supporters that i'd never quit and you know my job will never be done until until the wars are ended and the federal reserve is abolished and yeah dude uh, people are no longer put in rape cages for drug use so it's ridiculous man i think we got that out there um how about this uh, Josh, unless you have anything that you're like, oh, we need to mention this um, real quick for the people who, you know, maybe they're still not sold uh, elevator pitch for me. What is your what is your Joshua Smith elevator pitch? Why are you well, better think, than the other candidates and so on and so forth? I think I think we've we've gone over most of my elevator pitch, but it's this. We have a we have a unique opportunity to 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 be the second party in the United States, and we need party leadership that's going to reflect the principles of libertarianism uh, around the country. Uh, I have a proven track record of fundraising. I have a proven track record of of recruiting people to this party. I have I have shown people that my ideas work, and if you give me the opportunity to do that as the chairman of this party, then I get to do it on a much larger scale. And that's that's the only difference from what I'm doing now. So I, I do hope that people take into account the work that I've done and uh, the work that we have to do that's laid out before us and, and pick whoever they think is the best for the position. Hell yeah, man. Really, really like it. So, uh, uh, Carr, are you good? Or you, you got you got anything? No, I think, uh, I mean, yeah, that was... Carr, I, I noticed mean... before you had said um, 
you'd use the choice of words uh, regarding, I believe you said, um, that is uh, what I am hoping for uh, in regards to uh, when, when Josh wins and, and changes the party up and, and what they start talking about at meetings. I'd like, I'd like maybe for you to consider you could say, that's what I'm waiting for. Um, because if Josh yeah. really pulls this thing together, you know, uh, and we share a podcast together and only one of us is a registered member, you know, I feel like there's showing a lot of disunity and discord. Yeah, we'll uh, see. We'll see. Bruh. Oh, and by the way, Carl, I have, I have a personalized link. You can go to joshsmithlp.com and sign mind. up for the national party and, and it will show that I was the one that recruited you to the party. Yeah, and and you know, so just keep it in mind. See what see if Josh makes the moves, the shakes. Yeah, if, if, look, I'm I'm seeing a lot of girth so far, and if I continue <laughs> to see the, the type of girth, you know, love girth, man. <laughs> Come on now, so, so <laughs> Josh, have you ever? Um, do you have a, like a campaign slogan? Uh, the, the, this year it's break the cycle. It's hash, the hashtags break the cycle. Very nice. Drop that or you break go. the cycle with, with girth. Oh, no, I was going to say, cause Josh, if, if you win, you have a lot more room to play around with a campaign girth, slogan. Girth the cycle. And I was going to say, we will become your official podcast. Like we'll become your fireside chats. If you, maybe in like 2022, you know, you won and you're comfortable, you have to run again. And, and maybe you do something like hashtag keep the girth out or something like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> hashtag, hashtag, uh, you know, display your girth. girth. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I think, I think the plan is that I would like to, I'd like to be the chair for four years. So I probably, if I do win in 2020, I'll run again in 2022. What's, to get what's the, the next stop? What, what do you, is that too far ahead? Cause I know how this shit goes, but what's, I what's, don't know. I, I've been I've been asked to do all kinds of things in 2024, and I know there's a you know a presidential election. Maybe maybe I'll run for vice president or something. I don't know. Something. And honestly, the way that the current the way that the uh, 2020 election that will run until 2024 is looking, uh, by 2024 people are going to be so fucking exhausted that <laughs> I mean we we may get we may get 10 12 percent. I mean like we we could really we could really. I mean, I, if you have guys out there, if you have if you send a couple of guys out there that have decent visibility and can raise good money and, and they're able to go out and say, look at what all these wars are causing us. Look what the federal reserve is doing to us. Sure. Look at highlight the bad things about growing government yeah. to the people of this nation. I fully believe that we can be a contender and, and I don't, I don't think we'll win the presidency this year or 2024. I'm under no illusion that that's going to happen, but I think that we can make more libertarians. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's, That's that. I love hearing I really it because like one thing I will always I will give credit to Nick for, although maybe I will not give credit to him because I'm not 100 percent sure if he was the one who orchestrated this. But like putting Gary Johnson up as much as it makes me cringe to think about a lot of people voted for him. Um, sure. And that has been his only <laughs> that was the only thing I could look at and go, well, well at least the party's grown. But then again, I don't know how much he had to do with that. <laughs> don't look. Here's the thing. Don't give credit to Nick for that. That was okay. That, that was, was delegates? delegates. Well, good. That was delegates. The delegates They're at the least ones. were able to put somebody up for president who was able to get enough eyes on, unfortunately, a very easily winnable election. Um, I think the next one, especially if there's a market crash, will be even more winnable. Um, and 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 now that we have somebody who's serious, who actually isn't trying to uh, uh, move up through the party for his own personal political gain, as I suspect some other candidates are, um, I, 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 especially the one who is 
the incumbent. Um, I, I think that once we have a serious guy in there like you, uh, I really hope to see some progress, especially with the environment politically, the way that it's going. I can't see us doing worse. I really can see us doing a whole lot better. And so I, I hope we do do that. So good luck to you, Josh. Uh, if I am there in Austin, I'll buy you a beer if you're allowed to do that while you're <laughs> standing for election and i will uh definitely put my vote in for you if we if if i get delegate status so strangle somebody's neck to get that possible for me and i will make sure that i will do that i'll do that man i (laughs) i look you need to get a hold of susan cummings that's who you need to get a hold of susan cummings i will get a hold of susan cummings then she is she is the mises uh uh new york mises rep for the city areas and then there's an up upstate guy named sean wells who does the update upstate stuff so i'll be in touch with you josh i will okay i will definitely yeah that's great work that through and with that josh your plugs Oh uh, yeah, so just follow me on Facebook at Joshua LNC at large, Joshua Smith LNC at large. Uh, Twitter obviously is Joshua at large. You can just find me there. Um, and then you know we're we're still trying to raise money to get around to state conventions. We got seven state conventions booked now. The goal is to make twenty state conventions, which is uh, pretty wild. I did that last year. It aged me about thirty years in here uh, uh, four months. Uh, but so if you wanted to donate to that, it's just the PayPal is paypal.me backslash Joshua Smith Chair twenty twenty. And uh, we also have a few campaign shirts left too. So if you guys want a cool shirt, let me know. Cool. A cool, cool shirt. Cool. Yeah, I got the break the cycle shirts, man. Oh. <laughs> So you joining yet, Carr, or what? All right, here's the other thing. Carr, maybe maybe this. He's already Joshua at large. It wouldn't be difficult for him to change to Joshua at girth. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's the yeah, only other thing. Look, look, all I'm saying is, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna be taking a look at everything. You know, I'll be, I'm gonna be taking a look at everything. <laughs> the length, and, uh, the you width. Know, you're, 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 you know, it's all very important. It's all important. There's one, you know, that's particularly important, but everything else is important. <laughs> the height, the, yeah. <laughs> the depth. We'll, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> All right. We'll see. Let's... But in any case, uh, Joshua, I, I, I wish you the best of luck with it. It sounds, uh, you know, your chairmanship would uh, no doubt be a huge step forward um, and a step up from the current chairmanship and the right guys are endorsing you. So um, I, I, I certainly wish you the best. All right. Let's pull out. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I didn't even make that connection. Car, just drive us out of here. <laughs> All right. All right, everyone. Keep two hands on the Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>